police in the morning. The strange and brutal deaths of Corey's grandparents has haunted him for years. Determined to discover the truth, he has returned to the desolate region where they lived, along with a group of friends, to try and uncover the mystery. Ignoring warnings from the locals that the area is cursed, Corey and his friends soon realize that the legend is true. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So here we are. It's July, my birthday month. I got to pick the uh, the theme, and I had to go with namesake month. So every movie this month is going to have a character with either my name or Paul's name in it. Definitely a creative month. So this week we're kicking it off with the 1990 film Demon Wind. You, Ooh, scary. You heard what the Amazon Prime description had to say about the film. Let's dive right into this shit with our te- technical difficulties top and bottom three. Where should we start, Paul? Let's start with the top first. <laughs> For me, number three. The magicians are pretty badass. I mean, at the first sign of trouble, they whip out guns and are like, bring it on, motherfucker. They're the only two characters to take the fight directly to the demons and go down fighting. Everybody else just kind of like, dead. Number two. The characters in this film are actually pretty intelligent, aside from the magicians being, you know, ready with their guns and shit. Everybody else, you know, tries to actually figure out what's going on and takes logical steps to try and, you know, preserve their own lives. Number one, the makeup in this movie is astounding. The special effects are hysterical, and together they just make this film strangely enjoyable. I mean, I, the, 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 the fucking effects, I'm just like, that looks like what a demon would look like in real life. It's got glossy skin, it's not like waxy and like, peeling apart or anything. Like, it looks good, which, with how the rest of this movie goes, I would not expect that to happen. Yeah, they, as far as uh, practical effects, that was one thing this movie definitely got right. And then the rest of the special effects are, like, fucking out of, like, the the demons from Ghost with Patrick Swayze, like, cartoony shit. It's what you would expect from a movie of this caliber. So, number three. Considering the fact this is a low-budget horror film from the 90s, the group of traveling friends were actually somewhat intelligent. They immediately leave the house after discovering that it's haunted and only return because it's actually the safest place around. Also, they bring weapons with them and don't make any unnecessary risks or anything like that. They also return because, you know, the wind forces them back there. Yeah, they... Kind of had to go back, but at least, like, when shit got weird, they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Number two. The two ambiguously gay magicians were by far the most badass characters in the group. They just walked right into the fog with the acne-ridden hordes of demons and guns ablazing, while everyone else just kind of stands around either waiting to be killed or waiting for someone else to be killed. I mean... Discount Kevin Bacon even kicks one of their heads off with his karate skills. Ambiguously gay ninja magician, Kevin Bacon. And number one, this movie is just ridiculous. Shit just kind of happens for no real reason. Not sure if it was witchcraft, demons, aliens, or drugs, but this is a fucking weird film in a really entertaining way. It was kind of just like the, the filmmakers had like all these ideas and they're like, how can we get all of our de- ideas to work? And someone was like, magic. And they were like, OK, we'll go with that one. Who cares? Let's just throw shit, shit together. So on the bottom side, 
number three for me. The magicians are the first to die. Like, and they, they were my favorite characters. They really were. Number two. So the moral of the story is don't read the fucking spells, especially when they're written in blood on the walls of the exploded cabin. But, you know, then the whole story is resolved by reading fucking a diary. You know, I, I, this is why I don't read. It either goes extremely well or horribly wrong. And in my case, it's normally horribly wrong. Nothing good ever comes from reading, kids. Don't, don't do it. Number one. The final confrontation with the son of Satan seems to go on for way too long. There's too much talking, not enough smiting. And when they start the fight off with a swift kick to the nuts, you think more is going to happen. But, but no. No, it's just like words and like flashbacks. Like, like come on. All right, number three. At the beginning of the film, there's a seemingly never-ending stream of characters being introduced to no one really cares about and don't really have any effect on anything. They're just there to die. But because it takes so long for them all to be introduced, shit doesn't start happening till about 40 minutes into this hour, 40-minute film. And that's not even when they stop introducing characters. Yeah, then more come randomly. It's like, who are these guys? Oh, well, it doesn't matter because they're literally about to die. Number two, the ambiguously gay magicians die first, leaving the rest of the unlikable cast to carry out the rest of the film. Not a good choice, in my opinion. And number one, there's an annoying amount of fake-outs throughout this film where you're led to believe one thing happened, but it actually didn't happen, but then it turns out it, that it really didn't happen, or maybe, I don't know. Especially during the final confrontation with Demon Guy. I don't even think, think he had a name. He was just, like, the biggest of the demon people. I thought he said he was the son of Satan. I don't fucking know. I thought they were all, like, children of Satan or something. But aren't we all children of Satan? Which, and it just made the ending feel incredibly long and drawn out. Not that this movie wasn't already kind of drawn out to begin with, but that certainly didn't help. Well, we didn't mention the dialogue, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll start us off with, So, friend, we meet again. Am I not beautiful? I'm here because I love you. I'll teach you how to read before you die. God changed you into a snake and a chicken shit at the same time. I don't need magic to steal your soul. You not only got an attitude problem, you're also out of your fucking mind. If you two homos can keep your hands off each other for a second, let's get something to drink. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say, please leave it in the comments below. It's time we give this from our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are reverse scale. One to ten, one being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a two out of ten. I gave it a five out of ten. So this movie, I, I didn't expect it to be as fun as it was. I'd seen it a few years ago, and the only thing I really remembered was that there was a character named Corey. Probably because the rest of the film is a whole fuck ton of why is this happening. Oh yeah, because magic. That's why. There's no logic. The film just wanted to do stuff, and they just had the best excuse this side of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey to do it. On a cool, dark night with a dry wind, you may want to listen closely and find out if the demon wind is blowing. And if so, prepare for some magic that makes no sense. And explosions. Lots of explosions. Demon Wind is a movie that manages to rip off every horror movie made before 1990. It completely lacks any originality or comprehensive plot. 
a group of I'm not even sure how many friends go into a cabin in the woods near where a murder took place decades ago. Also, it was possessed by demons and some other shit, because why not? The acting is terrible all around. The characters are either one-dimensional stereotypes or completely void of personality in general, or just introduced to be murdered in the next scene. By no existing standards can this be considered a good film. However, it's oddly entertaining to the point where it manages to elevate above the never-ending sea of shitty films, achieving the honor of it's so bad it's, it's good sta standard. Shit just kind of happens in Demon Wind. People turn into demons, dolls, doves, all sorts of shit, without explanation, while things just kind of blow up or catch on fire. There were also aliens, I think, or angels, I don't fucking know. The makeup and practical effects were actually really well done. Well, the CGI was as laughably bad as you'd expect from a low-budget horror film from the 90s. Personally, I enjoyed Demon Wind for the incomprehensible train wreck that it was. So there you have it, a, a surprising split. Two, two out of ten from me and five out of ten from Paul. I was too confused to really give it a good rating, so five was really the only thing I could give it. Well, I, I, enjoy it, though. I guess then we have to tell our friends how to drink away this flick, drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll use some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time the old man attempts to dissuade the characters from going to the farm, take a drink. Number two, every time a new character is introduced, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone is driving, take a drink. Number four, anytime magic happens, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's namesake month, whenever you hear someone say, Paul, Corey, or your own name, take a drink. Every time Corey talks about his dad's suicide, take a drink. Every time someone turns into a weird demon thing or back into a human from being a weird demon thing, take a drink. Every time someone randomly disappears or reappears, take a drink. And every time something explodes or catches fire, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment or iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros gmail.com. Like us at Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can also check out all, all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. We've come to the end of week one here, July namesake month. So, obviously, in first place is Demon Wind from 1990. Not a bad start. So, next week, we're going we're gonna to go to Paul. We're going to have a movie with a Paul in it. Yeah. And uh, good. seemingly, we've watched every movie that I own that has a Paul in it, except for one. And that one movie is Murder Party from 2007. I sure hope Paul doesn't get murdered at this party. So, until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we're in the middle of the night. Oh, see, little guy.